Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day, part of the Locked On Virginia podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, everyone. So let's go ahead and kind of talk about what's going on at the moment. Of course, that's the beauty of doing a show every day. It gives me an opportunity to, number one, stay up to date with my viewers, listeners, and followers. But also, it really gives me a great opportunity to let you guys know what's going on just day-to-day, every day. Um, I mean, right now, you know, we're talking about the 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 weather. That That's the big thing out here. The conditions that which this team is going to play. Uh, for me... I think it's a huge deal. Um, I think it's a huge deal just for the simple fact that uh, teams play differently, uh, have different styles of play. You know, some teams, it could be a strength for them to play in bad weather. And for some other teams, it could be a huge weakness. For me, it's hard for me to say either way. I'm not sure what we are uh, right now. So I'm not sure how we're going to play. Of course, uh, this show uh, will serve as the Thursday show, 929-2022. And the game will be on ESPN3. If you're looking for it, ESPN3, 7.30 p.m., Wallace Wade Stadium. So right now, you know, let's think about this. We're already you know there's nothing you can do about this weather you know this weather it's coming uh your heart goes out to the families in florida um it some of the videos are just unreal of of watching the uh watching this hurricane just ravage the uh florida coast uh or actually the whole state of florida it looks like it's gone it's going like broadside like all the way across the state and then looks like it's moving in position to go right up the middle of the state so like it came in through the gulf at a category four um that's hadn't happened for a while where uh, a hurricane comes in at that kind of strength and hits land you know you know with that amount of with that amount of force and uh, destruction behind it but a category four hitting the land and then it's going all the way across the state from the gulf side moving all the way through central florida um so the whole state of florida is getting it right now um and it kind of came up through um like where the florida keys are south west side of the uh of the state and just kept wreaking havoc you know it it gathered strength you know swirling around in the gulf of mexico and that's some of the things that you really have to worry about you know typically you would hear always about new orleans 
lot of the panhandle areas really, you know, taking a beating. But, ooh, Florida's getting this one. And the whole east side, uh, east mid-Atlantic is about to get uh, what Ian has to offer Hurricane Ian. So, you know, I'm, I'm very, very uh, worried about this game uh, from a weather standpoint, sure, but also just from a um, play calling standpoint, you know, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm worried about the coaches calling the plays, but I mean, the execution of the plays, that's probably better said that way. The execution of the plays from these players in these kind of conditions. We already have had some slowdown, some issues based off of, you know, what we've, what, what we've done with, you know, in perfect weather, you know, when we're in a dome, had just had a lot of mistakes. We were in Illinois. Weather was great. It was perfect, sunny. And, uh, you know, we're having issues. You know, have we established an identity? No, we have not. You want to run the ball more. You want to be able to work off the run more with play action, things like that. Um, you know, the offense is more of a read-based uh, offense, typically what they do on the pros, as opposed to a offense that's, gives you kind of like some it's like some pre-dedicated uh identifiers of what you do in the offense of the off uh, you know of like in the, in the air raid offense where if they come out in a certain look in the defense you know you got to go with the ball where with the offense now with coach elliott you have to truly do some pre-snap reading pre-snap diagnosis and kind of figure out you know what this uh defense is going to or excuse me yeah what the defense is is trying to uh uh stop you with and then, then of course getting through your progressions based off of how the defense shifts around you so totally different you know in a way that this uh team is is going but the weather is the big deal right now i know that some folks say oh don't worry about it you know you're playing rain i don't trust it man I mean, we're going down to Duke. Of course, they have a new coach as well. If you remember, this was either uh, Coach Elliott's, it was either going to be Duke or it was going to be Virginia. And he chose Virginia, thank goodness. I don't care what anyone says. I am happy that Coach Elliott is here. It's going to take some time, but I'm glad that he chose Virginia over Duke. And, uh, you know, and as he chose Virginia over Duke, you know, some people were saying or some articles were speaking of possible bulletin board material. Coach Elliott said, so, so let it be. I mean, hopefully, you know, it's not that, but it's not necessarily, you know, anything heinous or anything. But it was a coach who was just trying to, you know, figure out what is the best for him and his family, you know, where to go. And he chose Virginia. And, and I think that, you know, Virginia being more of a, you know, football school. Uh, than Duke, I think that kind of uh, swayed him, you know, because of more, we have more uh, lineage or more uh, of a football history. And like he said, not saying that Virginia doesn't or Duke doesn't have uh, football history with Coach Spurrier, but they really just, you know, don't have it that much. It is definitely more of a basketball school, hands down. But we're not, you know, behind <laughs> You know, I mean, we're, we're can be considered a basketball school as well uh, here in Virginia, but 
you know, I don't know. I think it's a, a really good thing that he chose to stay here or to come here to Virginia and continue to build his first uh, legacy uh, being the head coach here. So, yeah. So, like I said before, uh, Coach uh, Des Kitchings, offensive coordinator, and Coach D, uh, Coach Rosinski, the defensive coordinator, uh, met with the media. And some of the things that, you know, Coach Des Kitchings, Kitchings was saying, he was saying that um, they're going to have a few more run plays. Um, I don't think that they're going to pass the ball as much, which means a quicker game, sure. But also you want to limit the mistakes. Remember, when you pass the ball, only three, there's only three things that can happen, and one of them are good. One of them is naturally uh, a pitch and a catch, a uh, completed pass. The other thing is an uh, incomplete pass, and the other worst thing is a interception. So, uh, and when you got this kind of weather coming, you want to limit the mistakes as much as you can. Uh, wet ball drills. They are working wet ball drills, he said. Uh, you know, they broke them out. They've been working them all week. And they said it was kind of scary, you know, the first uh, day or so working the wet ball drills. But it uh, he said that it, it wound up being uh, okay. And he's a little bit more confident, you know, in, in what he sees uh, in this, uh, you know, with, with the wet ball drills right now. So um, we definitely have to, you know, keep a check on, you know, what coach is meaning <laughs> you know he said that i know that there's a there's a huge uh, difference you know you know when we're talking you know whenever we got this kind of weather coming up the coast so um let's make sure we hold on to the ball you know and like he said run the ball more so and make sure that we run the offense the way it needs to be executed so, you know, that's what uh, Coach Kitchens was uh, speaking with the media about uh, yesterday. BetOnline.net is your first source for football betting info this season. Find all of your latest developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information. With live betting and up-to-date, up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net. Or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So, yeah, Coach Des Kitching speaking with the media just kind of gives us a little bit of an insight of, of, of what to look for, you know, in this, you know, in this game here with uh, Duke. In Wallace Wade Stadium, and also Coach Rosinski was out there speaking with the media as well, who is the actual, almost like <laughs> the the side of the ball that's like the hero. You know what we're gonna seem like we're gonna hang our hat on there, uh, you know, on the defense until we can figure out what this, uh, you know, what what the team is gonna wind up being, because uh, you know. I, 
I can tell you like this. I'm all for, you know, uh, the team being uh, a defensive team. I'm all for it. You know, I'm, I'm a defensive guy by nature. And, uh, you know, I'm totally into, you know, what uh, stopping other teams. But uh, Coach Wazinski was out, was, was uh, speaking with some of the uh, media folks. And he was just saying, you know, Duke has done some things well. You know, we'll, we'll do a little bit more of a review tomorrow, or we will do a review, which will, you know, give you guys a uh, an idea of, of what to look for um, for this uh, for this game as far as what players uh, who are standouts for, for Duke University. So uh, be on the lookout for that tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, th- this is just uh, uh, just kind of a, an idea of what Coach Rosinski was saying. And he also was saying that the – you know, <clears throat> that they have a, a good quarterback as well. They kind of keep things a little balanced, you know, and as they keep things a little balanced, that means that, you know, we're going to have to force some things, force some issues. Of course, they're definitely, I know that they're checking us out. You know, we've done a great job of turning teams over. We have um, gotten better at stopping the run. But even more importantly, uh, we can, we, you know, we're getting to the quarterback. We're getting pressure. We're making some things happen. We got some guys who can really get after you, and that's to me the probably the most important part of um, you know of this you know of this defense is we can turn you over and we can put pressure on you, you know. And if we can put some real pressure on you, then you know that that's those are game changing opportunities. Uh, so you know, right now, <clears throat> excuse me, right now. With uh, with what what Coach Rosinski is doing is totally reconstructing his defense, you know, to to be you know they're not feared yet, but there's a lot of people who has their eyes uh, on this team, you know, and and they're really checking us out and trying to see you know wh- where the weaknesses are uh, on the defensive end, but the front end, uh, the guys have are, are starting to gel together with Jameer Carter and. Uh, Aaron Fomui, and the defensive ends, the bandit uh, position. Uh, then, of course, you got the linebackers. Speaking of linebackers, Nick Jackson is, is out. He will be back. Um, uh, he did say that uh, Perry um, will play. Uh, he plays outside, but he will play. Uh, he'll move to the inside. I was thinking that um, James Jackson would play some of the middle as well, you know, based off of what coach likes to do so we'll um you know we'll get i guess a little bit better of an idea when you know uh the game comes around but the back end you know the back end is playing i think they're playing great um with Jonas sanker the safeties doing some great things back there Jonas sanker and uh lex long you know you got some 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 good sized uh athletic uh, hitters, man, them guys come up and they tackle, you know, they tackle well, uh, and they hit well, you know, they're, they're impact safeties, you know, there's, you know, different types of safeties out there. And if you can get, you know, the, the ultimate kind of a safety where he's a great cover guy in coverage, <clears throat> do things to make the quarterback, um, double clutch, make mistakes, has a good intuitive, uh, instinct uh, back there, kind of like air traffic controlling. But then you also have a guy who can come up, lay the wood, you know, hit someone, 
uh, you know, cause uh, and keep their head up, of course, you know, and cause some fumbles, you know, and tip the, you know, get some hands on uh, some balls and tip them up. You know, that's, you know, those are the kind of safeties you want. And I think we've got two guys back there, and they're young. And both of them are software, sophomores. Um, and, of course, you got Antonio Clary. You know, they run kind of a three-safety system who Antonio Clary uh, plays some of the strong safety, too. But they, those guys all kind of rotate back there. You know, no one is, you know, no one is totally just this, you know, this type of a safety. They all have to be able to, uh, you know, run and tackle and do kind of uh, the same things interchangeably. So right off the bat, guys, you know, we talked about the wet ball drills uh, that the offense is going through. The defense, you know, coach has spoken of how the defense has to, you know, honor Duke the way that they are, uh, the way that they run their offense. Uh, passing, they, they pass the ball pretty well. They run the ball pretty well. I got some stats for you guys. Uh, you know, right off the, you know, right off here, they points wise, you know, they average uh, scoring 34.3 points a game. We're average, you know, we're averaging 18 points a game. Of course, we know that's skewed, but you know, the numbers don't lie. It is kind of what it is right now. Allowed points. Duke is allowing 19.5 points. We're allowing 19.3 points. Uh, total uh, offense. We are. At 381, Duke is at 461. So there, you know, there, there's a, a difference there. Um, Duke passes the ball for 272 yards a game. We pass the ball for 212. Um, and, you know, and passing the ball also, that's a, you know, a concern for all of us as well. You know, with Brennan, his percentage, uh, I know we, uh, last week he was at 52%. That was something that we all have uh, tried to keep our eye on with him. But uh, but he's passing for 212 yards a game so far. And they're running the ball. Duke is up uh, 188 yards per game, and we're at 168. So that gives us a uh, you know an idea on that offensive side of the ball. And as far as the defense defense goes, we're giving up 350 total yards. They're giving up 319. Excuse me, 393, 393 yards a, a game. They're giving up 252 passing yards. Now, this could be an opportunity for the offense to kind of break out. If you recall last year at Scott Stadium, Virginia put up 48 points on Duke. And Duke left without scoring a point. That's right. They beat Duke 48 to nothing. So you know that looms uh, large to some of these uh, players that are on uh, the Duke team that are left and they see that UVA has been struggling. So they're thinking this could be a, a you know, a team right for the taking right now. Uh, so, you know, but Duke is giving up 252 yards up uh, 252.5 yards a game. UVA is giving up 217, which that, that's, that's a pretty good uh, uh, difference there. Uh, running the ball, Duke is giving up 140.5, 140 yards. And Virginia's giving up 133 yards. So that's kind of can give you an idea of, of what the, you know, what we're looking at when we're talking about yards given up, yards uh, gained uh, against the first uh, four games of the season. Of course, UVA's coming in at 2-2. Two and two. Duke, 3-1. and one. Had a chance to go 
uh, four, four and um, what is it? Four and and one, you know? Uh, excuse me, four and zero. Oh. So that's a uh, that's a huge difference, you know, coming off there, guys. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of thinking that we're 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 um, you know, at, at a important part of the season where I kind of felt like we can take off or this could really go downhill really fast. And it really at that point with this team. So if we talk about the betting lines, you know, um, the betting lines already are kind of <laughs> already kind of off right now. I mean, uh, they have the over and under at 49 points. It's almost like, really? 49 points? Oh, my stars. Um, that means <laughs> they're betting on both teams scoring 24 and a half points per. I don't think we can do that. You know, I, I don't think that there's going to be 50 points scored in this game, you know, with the way that this weather is. And if there is, they must have gotten the passing game going. Both sides have gotten the passing games going. But, you know, I don't think they have, you know, I would have have to bet the under. I don't think that they've uh, readjusted that over and under based off of the weather that that's coming up the mid-Atlantic coast right now. The uh, uh, Duke is also the uh, favorite with the minus three line against Virginia. It started out at uh, minus one, but now they're at a minus three. So I don't know, guys. You know, <laughs> nobody believes in this in our program, which is fine with me. But you know, it's saying it's really telling when Duke. Based off of the talent that we have, which is, I think, is just as talented as as explosive, you know, even more so, is just the scheme. They haven't meshed together yet, but we haven't seen, you know, this offense back to what it was, but they still have the talent. And it should click, hopefully, any moment that a team, you know, of Duke's caliber, even though they won four games, Northwestern, Temple, they lost to Kansas, and they beat, uh, was it, North Carolina A&T uh, this, uh, you know, this season. But I'm not looking at it like, you know, I can't believe that Duke, you know, I, I kind of don't, you know, I can't believe that Duke is a minus three favorite at home against us. But, you know, I think maybe they they, they really don't believe in what uh, Coach Elliott and the Cavaliers have to offer. Um, we need offensive explosion. Let's just call it what it is right out the bat. We need an offensive explosion, and it's hard. It's going to be hard to get it in this kind of weather. Uh, call that what that is. And um, that, that's really what they need. You know, at this point in the year, they need to, the offense needs to come together. And if there was ever an explosion needed, it's, it's needed right now to, to earn some trust back and to, you know, get themselves in the rhythm so that they can, uh, you know, number one, get, feel way more confident than they have been about what they've been doing. You know, and that's what they said, you know, coach, uh, you know, I said maybe it's, you know, or, or some of the media folks have said, 
it's more of a confidence thing. Um, and, you know, once they kind of get the confidence down, uh, you know, and, and playing in a way that they know that they can play, then I think that's where that's where we're going to see the big turnaround for, you know, our team. But I, I'm excited for this game. You know, it, it, it tell you, it looms large, uh, you know, as far as its success and what we're looking for. We know when this team uh, takes the field, you know, we need we need to win. We need I think we need to win in a big way in bad weather. You know, hate to say that last term, but yes, it will be in bad weather. Um, also, we'll uh, do a uh, in-depth, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the roster and the players to watch for the University of Duke. And uh, also, you know, you kind of know our roster as well, but I'll still give you a little bit of a review. There was some changes in the starting lineup with our uh, center, which I think would be the biggest. Uh, that and the return of Billy Kemp, uh, which, you know, I think are the biggest uh, uh, returns or, or the biggest injections of talent, you know, into the uh, starting lineups. Uh, and then, of course, the loss of Nick Jackson on the other end. Of course, that is a huge loss, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel good. I'm solid. I feel like the guys are on the defensive end are set up for the challenge based off of how they played uh, at the end of last game. But I tell you, it's been another day. It's Thursday. Uh, it's 9-29-22 show. And uh, this has been Locked On Virginia. I got to thank you guys for, for tuning in. And you know, uh, also check me out on Facebook. Look for Lawrence Johnson, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. Also look for me on Instagram. Look for me. Uh, look for Seven City Shop Talk Sports as well uh, on those platforms. And also, you can look for me um, on, uh, when you look for me on Facebook, there's also look for um, some of the other uh, uh, Seven Cities platforms. I got a couple of them up there with my team. Uh, Ed Thompson, AB, my man Ethan, and Chad Wood, my crew out there doing a great job of bringing you guys some uh, Wahoo uh, updates and entertainment. But we got to thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you. This has been uh, Locked On Virginia. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC. Your second listen, Locked On ACC.